this is Coach's Chat, and I'm Betsy Foster. You're in for some thoughtful conversations with fitness industry professionals, musings on current topics in the wellness field, and actionable advice for building a thriving career as a fitness professional. At Foster Strength, my mission is to lead and educate colleagues in the fitness industry to deliver client-centered coaching that gets clients real results built on sound scientific principles, encourages them to build a long and fulfilling relationship with exercise, and disrupts toxic fitness culture to foster an inclusive industry. Let's get going. Hello, hello. Welcome back for another episode of Coaches Chat. I'm your host, Betsy Foster, and I'm excited to be here. Um, I am going to be talking to you all about programming today, specifically how actually writing a program is a non-negotiable for being a successful coach. And why do I have to bring this up? Well, oftentimes, Trainers fall into the habit of writing one-off workouts. Um, I'm going to explain a little bit about what that means, what it means to actually um, write a program, and what advantages come with writing a program, and the things to also not be afraid of in terms of writing a program. I, I hear those little flags go up of, but what if, but what if, but what if. And we're going to talk about it here on the podcast. So I'm excited about that short episode, just me chatting. Um, always remember that once this finishes, you can hit me up with your questions. Um, I'm available on Instagram or via email. So for those in the fitness industry, uh, we know that part of what being a trainer or coach is, is actually creating the workouts for a client. But those workouts aren't simply just, what am I doing today? Instead, a program is a systematic series of workouts that progressively um, increase in difficulty or increase in something. They sort of change over time um, to ultimately reach a certain goal. So that's the difference uh, in in describing to someone why someone would hire a personal trainer or a coach, one of the reasons I talk about is because you're going to be training and not just working out. Training is moving in a direction systematically toward a goal versus simply moving more. Moving more has its benefits. What we're going to see from training that is a little different than just scattered workouts is the ability to elicit change because we are continuing to increase and challenge the stimulus. You may have heard uh, the sort of adage that our muscles need confusion. And the truth is our muscles do need increased stimulus, but that doesn't necessarily mean wildly different every single time. Instead, it means that we need to continue to get thing, things need to be harder in order for our muscles and our bodies to adapt. They begin to adapt to our new level of difficulty. And then in order to change them again, we have to increase that level of difficulty. 
So there is a thing in training where trainers who have a lot of information about uh, exercises, they have a lot of information about how they can make you work hard, um, how you can get your client to challenge themselves, all that. There's there's the possibility for simply coming in on um, a day of work or even like on Sunday, you say, okay, my client is going to do this on Monday. Great. In theory, you can give someone a good workout, but that isn't training. In order to be a good coach, programming is non-negotiable. You have to be able to create workouts that systematically increase in difficulty over time in order to reach a goal. Now, those programs can be very different and increasing difficulty can look different for different people, but writing one-off workouts is simply going to give someone a good workout. Here's the deal with the difference in terms of writing one-off workouts and training. A program allows you to track progress and it does that because it's systematic. So if you are squatting every Monday and Wednesday for six weeks over time and you started at one weight or you started at one depth or you started at a certain number of repetitions, that client over time is going to be able to see what they've what has changed. And you as the trainer are also going to be able to see what has changed. Has it changed enough for you? Is it far enough along for the progress toward the goal that you're working toward? If that's the case, if it is, great. Full steam ahead on your next cycle of programming, you'll probably follow a similar structure or it's time to mix it up one way or the other. If you're not making progress, it's an indicator that something about this program needs to change. If you're simply doing random workouts, you don't have that information. And and in essence, that workout is simply just something that someone could pull off of the internet. It's not personalized to them. It's not structured for their specific goals, things like that. Another thing that comes with that systematic structure is the ability to see where the breakdown occurs. So for example, if we're talking about injury, if we're talking about um, discomfort, if we're talking about you know continual issues with one movement, if I have a systematic program, I can actually see, okay, this week we added this and things started to break down. We added 10% um, to this 10% load to this movement, and all of a sudden we start to see that uh, hip or knee issue come into play. If that's the case, then I know exactly where I need to pull back and how I can and I can create a plan for moving forward. If I just randomly today said, okay, well, we're gonna I think it's about time for us to back squat. And last month we did somewhere around here and I'll just, we'll try it out at this. That's a recipe for injury issue, but it's also a recipe for if one of those things happens, you don't know uh, why it happened because you didn't have sort of the 
you, you only know the why is because you didn't plan. But your program can be a guide as to where the issues occur, where things are falling apart, and it can give you insight into how you can better program to support those goals and to keep them healthy and safe and um, moving pain-free. It allows you to show your value as well. So again, the idea that someone can find you, truly, people can find great workouts online. They can also find great programs. I think typically clients who really need a trainer, some people are really good at following a program. And that's why programs um, in and of themselves exist. So I'm not necessarily knocking that. But as a coach, if you're not even writing them a program, they can find other stuff online. But if you've created a tailor-made program to their specific needs, you've demonstrated your value as a coach, which is awesome. Now, some of the things that trainers are hesitant about, and I think particularly new trainers, newer coaches who are getting in there um, in front of clients for the first time, there's a fear that they're going to bore their clients. There is a fear that... They're not going to be able to change off the program. And here's the deal. A program doesn't have to be boring. And yes, we do need to repeat certain exercises, certain, even just certain movement patterns repetitively. We've got to repeat repetitively. We've got to um, see them frequently in a program in order for us to elicit change because particularly if we're if we're applying the said principle specific adaptations to impose demands or if we're you know using progressive overload we literally have to do those movements over and over and over again but that doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be boring because you can do some movements over and over again and you can create variety with accessory exercises you can create variety with um sort of different variations on these big movements. You can create variety with sets and rep schemes depending on sort of what you want to elicit out of the program. Once you begin to really learn about how to program, there's actually a lot of freedom and a lot of fun in how can I take these things and make them different, make it enjoyable for my client, but also be able to create consistency and create a system that I can follow. That is where this stuff gets fun. You know what's not fun? Five minutes before your client, they're walking up and you're going, oh, did we deadlift last week? One, please, if you're going to write these one-off workouts, which I really don't want you to do, write them down. But if you are, if you're not writing them down or you're not keeping track of what they're doing and then you're just going like, I think we'll try this today. Uh, One, you're probably even more boring to them because you're just safely staying in this realm of, I guess we'll do this because I'm not keeping good track. No, 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 no. Plan this ahead of time, not the night before. Do six weeks at a time, four weeks at a time, six weeks at a time, 12 weeks at a time. That's a cycle. And uh, typically that would be like what your mesocycle would look like. And then you would start new programming. After you got some information as to how they did in that program. And it doesn't have to be rigid. So the other other concern is, well, 
what happens if I need to go off program? That's great. Sometimes you're going to have to, whether it has to do with a client being out of town, whether it has to do with a client injury, whether it has to do with a client being tired and they can't come in and they can't do exactly what's written down. Your program serves as a structure that is going to allow you to find freedom in because you'll know that this week, up, oh, we got to this workout. I had to scale these items. I moved this around but the shell of what we were doing is there, so we still moved the needle to our goal. If every week, this Thursday workout, we're just never getting to these numbers, I have an indicator that something in this program has to change. Or let's say four weeks of this program are are rocking and rolling, we've got some illness, I have that tracked in these next two weeks and I realize, Uh, I've got to add another four weeks of this program. We got to keep doing this until we change things up. So there is room to change. But again, if you don't have some through line, if you don't have a system, then you don't have the ability to say, oh, we went off the program. You're just kind of like randomly doing things. And then all that you're doing is kind of like hoping that you're providing the right stimulus. You're throwing like money into a slot machine, pulling the thing and going, maybe today I'll get the stimulus that their body needs. Well, I'm gonna tell you, that's not worth their money. Maybe the companionship is, maybe the conversation, maybe the relationship. But if you wanna be, um, if you want to be a next level coach, then that programming is non-negotiable, non-negotiable. And like I said, doesn't have to be uh, inflexible, doesn't have to be boring, but it does have to be systematic. And you can create systems that are different for different clients. So your older, less mobile, more sedentary client is still going to have a program, but maybe they have more room in that program to have flexibility on exercise selection or load or rest because that's what they need. And then maybe you have a client who is already has a really good fitness base. Maybe their training age is a little bit older. And then what you're able to do in their program is have things a little bit more regimented and you're using more accurate percentages throughout the program. Maybe you're really specifying these few uh, specific exercises to elicit these um, adaptations in certain movement patterns and you're going to try to be a little bit more strict to that program for them. So again, it's not that these programs have to be the same for anybody, but you do have to have a, a program. In my um, programming workbook that I have on my website, The Plug and Produce, I talk a lot about how you're going to start from the end and build out. I also do that in um, the mentorship um, and there's a lot more to this, but we're, but we're really thinking about starting with the end in mind and working backwards as we build these programs. Um, that's a whole nother podcast for another day. So my last point on this, and I think this is important, and this is for my trainers out there. 
part of this conversation has been good. I mean, if you're a client listening, you can understand sort of what we need to do as trainers and why we create programs for you, why we don't simply just come up with a workout for you on the spot. And then for my trainers, you're hearing, you're hearing over and over and over again, particularly if you're fresh to this, that you have got to write the program ahead of time. And it's not an hour before because that's just writing one workout ahead of time. You're designing a program over time. But, and, and, and by doing that, you create education for the client. You show them how that they can also be working out on their own because they know that coming in, they're gonna try to cover these three movements on their own. And that, in essence, is a little bit of like a, a mini program for themselves or a dabbling in that as they sort of create their own supplementary workouts for themselves if you're not programming their other days for them. But also I think part of the issue here is that for the trainers who are maybe struggling with this concept, maybe not being all that successful at creating these programs ahead of time, I think many of them are not following a program themselves. Trainers and coaches, even if you're not gonna do it all the time because I don't believe that you have to follow some certain workout rules in order to be a trainer or coach. I do think if you want to be a good trainer or coach at some point, though I would insist regularly, at some point you need to follow a training program. Whether that be something you create for yourself, which I think is good, but I also think it's way more useful to have someone program for you so you can see how they do it and so that you're be- you're a little beholden to what they wrote for you or you get a program online i mean there are so many great things like that where you can follow a program and you can actually see the benefits of what you could be doing for your clients in terms of creating this you think i'm being foolish by bringing this up you think like oh, everybody should be writing programs for their clients. It is not happening. I'm watching so many people make up workouts on the spot. So if that's something that's been hard for you in the past, it's okay. You're going to start now. One of the great places to start is actually following a program, seeing how it progresses over time, seeing how that's created, um, getting an experienced trainer's sort of uh, expertise in that area. And then you can see sort of what it's like to come into the gym with a plan. I love trainers, but a lot of trainers who are squeezing in their workout in between clients are like, what am I going to do today? I think I'll do some deadlifting because I like it. And I think I'll do two reps of this, but I'm going to stop because... I don't have a prescribed rep range and I get tired after these. Well, your clients are gonna really wanna only do the exercises they like and they're only gonna wanna do certain numbers of reps, but you've created a program for them and they're trying to, you're gonna try to follow it as best, to the best of your ability. Try that out as the, as the trainer. Get in the client's footsteps and really see if you can follow that program and what it takes to, um, to stick with it and what it means to see that progress over time. Um, Add transitions well to this episode is going to drop on Cyber Monday. And I have a programming membership, 
Um, it's called Strength School. It is not one-on-one coaching. It is not um, really involves from the, you know, if you're looking for like constant support from a coach, this is not that program. This program is support. It's answering your questions via weekly emails, but it's simply a really well-designed progressive overload um, resistance training program delivered to you through the True Coach app. Everybody's on this same program. It's adaptable for your uh, individual level, but it is designed for you to do these workouts and um, simply see your results as a product of following a program. It's for the folks who like are, are up for going to the gym, are up for working out at home, who have a little bit of movement knowledge already and who simply need a um, who simply need a plan to follow, who, who spend a lot more time coming into the gym trying to figure out what to do than just getting down to it. And that's the goal here with the Strength School program. So it's been around, um, but it's Cyber Monday and I'm doing a deal. Uh, so if you're listening to this the day it comes out, then it's Cyber Monday. If not, I'm sorry. The membership is still open, but Cyber Monday deal is six months for under 40 a month. So you pay $239 at point of sale. You get January, February, March, April, May, June, all programmed for you. You also get December free. The regular membership is $59 a month. This 40% off ends up being a little less than $40 a month. You can still join after Cyber Monday. It's just going to be that $59 a month, month-to-month commitment. You can cancel any time. But if you want to follow a program, and honestly, if you want to follow a program for six months and really see what that change is like, then take advantage of this offer. You can go to befosterstrong.com slash strength dash school dash Cyber Monday, one word, um, but I'll put the link in the show notes or you can go to my Instagram, hit that um, little link in bio and it'll take you to the page. So if you do listen to this on Mondays and you hear this, run, run, run. And if you don't, you still want to take advantage and try it out. Um, go for it. Okay, that's it for today. Go out, write your programs. If you are writing them and you want some feedback and you want to talk about it, hit me up. Uh, My Instagram is at foster underscore strength, or you can visit my website, befosterstrong.com, and my email is betsy at befosterstrong.com. All right. Uh, Happy lifting. Go out, change lives. Get better at your job and do you. Until next time, bye.